What's up, y'all? Welcome to Three Brothers and a Shot of Milk. We're talking superheroes, movies, TV, video games, anime, action figures, comic books, and more. I'm Lawrence St. Victor. We got Jack Walker Pearson and Richard Wilson, Christopher St. Victor. Gentlemen, how was your week? What are you reading? What are you watching? What are you playing? What's going on? Yo, I, I love the uh, visual I'm getting from Chris back there. Literally got his hands up, doing a victory. Thank you, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. It's so good. <laughs> this is Chris's <laughs> world, man. We just living in it. Well, um, Chris, since you're so happy, how was your week? Good. I mean, Thanksgiving. We were coming off Thanksgiving week, so it was nice. I got to uh, got in some gaming with Rich, which was cool. Oh. So, so that's going to hit the YouTube channel soon, which was nice. Um, I saw Puss in Boots in the early... The early release which was actually super a lot of bleeps in it surprisingly so bleeps? it was pretty good yeah bleeps? yeah they were like there was a lot of cursing and they just bleeped it out so like on three different yeah, occasions confused. And but that's part of boots? the comedy yes this cussing and puss in boots they no, bleep it bleep. out yeah that's part of the comedy oh. they bleep it oh okay, yeah they bleep it. it yeah oh, wow. yeah and then uh i watched the pepsi thing i watched um our content i watched all of wednesday I watched, uh, I don't know, and a bunch of old Batman cartoons. That's about it. But I watched a lot of like like nostalgia stuff. So it was nice. Mm. More content than I usually do. But it was good. Nice, man. Holidays. Jack, how was your week? Uh, well, let's see. I uh, It was the holiday. It was great. Ate a lot. Oh, I got headshots. Uh, yeah. Right. Oh. So you all you happen. mother bleeps out there that owe me some favors, I'm calling them in now. Um. Lawrence, <laughs> I do. Okay, so I got headshots. That was fun. I watched uh, Wednesday, which we'll talk about. Watched the Guardian show, which we'll talk about. And I watched Slumberland, which oh, was... what'd you think? Well, it's funny how even I, I committed to sitting down and playing a video game. I've been playing Elden Rings a little bit recently. Good for you, man. It's, Jeez, I got to tell you, the game's fantastic and so frustrating. I die. Every five minutes, and it pisses me off. Yeah. And, and if if I could throw controllers, knowing that I wouldn't have to be replacing the forty fifty dollar controller, I'd be throwing a lot of controllers. How frustrating that game is! And it's why I kind of wasn't playing it in the beginning. You got to commit to these games. Anyways, let me not be long winded. I watched Slumberland, and I, you know I enjoyed it. It's uh, it's not as good as what I thought Bridge to Terabithia was. You guys saw that one, but it's very no. similar. I don't show about it. saw it though. Richard Terabithia is not not too bad. It's very whimsical and magical. So is this one. Um, it's a kid dealing with loss. So is the other one. It's imaginary world. So is the other one. It's a very similar theme and content. So if you liked one, you probably like the other. If you didn't like one, you probably won't like the other. Hmm. That's kind of all I got to say about that. Hmm. Okay. I'm glad you got some gaming in. That's like six months in the making, man. I know, I, I, but I want to get good at it. It's one of those games where unless you're leveled up and good at it, it's just going to be obnoxious to play. <laughs> hmm. It looks gorgeous, though. But you get your reps in, man. Get your reps in. I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> Rich! Yo. How was your week? Uh, it was actually all right. I only worked like what three days? Well, okay. four days. I worked on Sunday, so I worked like four days. You know, um, 
I watched all of, well, I caught up and watched all of uh, The Walking Dead. Nice. Oh, yes. I want to talk to you about that during the news. Don't, don't spoil it, please. Um, the last episode, I think I fell asleep on. I don't know. But I did. <laughs> but I, yeah, I mean, I, just, I saw most of it. The last episode, I fell asleep on. I woke up at a, at a point where, actually, no, I didn't fall asleep on it. No, no, no. I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. I had to rewatch it again. But anyway. Um, what else did I watch? I watched uh, Wednesday, um, <laughs> Guardians, the special, uh, Dogs in Space. I don't know if y'all are into that. It's like a little animated thing on Netflix. Hmm. It's like dogs were engineered to be, um, I guess, not just sentient, but like they have opposable thumbs and they're, they can fly spaceships and whatnot. And they are sent out to go find new planets for humans. Hmm. Okay. So, like an intergalactic fetch. What was the first animal we? What was the first animal we sent in space? It was a dog, wasn't it? Was it a dog? Was, or it was a monkey? monkey? Yeah, it was a Russian. Was the monkey? Dog, right? Yeah, I think the Russians did a dog. Yeah. Um, we put a chimp. Yeah, I think we did a chimp. A, a monkey, an orangutan, not a orangutan. Wow, a chimp. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? What it was else? a dog? Almost yep. caught up with My Hero Academia. Ah man, I I'm thought like we three yeah, I'm like three episodes down on that. I'm caught up with uh, Chainsaw Man, but I think I might be whatever this week is, if it didn't already come out. So, yeah, that's where we at. That's nice. this week. And I came to Chris, finally. How was it, Rich? It was. It was well, how was he? He had some connection issues. He has some connection <laughs> issues. And then we went into the DMZ. My man is just trigger happy, just like, Busting off, unleashed, <laughs> <Leroy straight up, laughs> silenced, drawing everyone to us. I'm just like, bro, come He's on. He's reckless. He's reckless, Rich. Go Super go reckless. Hard to go home. He, he go was going to go be a hazard in the war zone. I'm telling you. <laughs> He's going to see something moving. Oh, a squirrel. Bop, 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 bop. Oh, you just <laughs> brought all the bad guys to us for a squirrel. Uh, okay. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, other, other than that, it was fun. The, we, we played a new mission, which I... Which uh, other I than Christmas, he played it was fun. I That's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah, that, the, the missions were good. The co-op missions were good. Yeah, 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 yeah. We played that, um, the one that I, that I... That was my first time playing, where you jumped in the helicopter and, like, did pretty much did, like, Overwatch. And I was, Yeah, you got uh, one guy on the ground and one guy in the chopper doing it. Yeah. It was pretty fun. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you guys got a chance to play together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> play, Watching play YouTube, you guys will experience it alongside with us yeah i'll get that out there i gotta i gotta cut that up but i'll get that out there <laughs> nice M- mvp uh man i ain't man listen to you guys it's a holiday week to me it's my son's not in school so it's full time <laughs> i'm just working another job which is great had a lot of fun with the man um i i'm not caught up with chainsaw man but i've been watching chainsaw man and rich i love the simplicity of the story this dude risks his life for a girl who's possessed by a demon who stinks and reeks all to fondle her boobs. Like, yeah. that is his main motivation. He doesn't. I, mean, I, can't, I, like, I understand it. Now he has risking. another motivation. Now he's, he, has, he has another motivation. Oh, he I didn't get there. He I didn't get there. Level I, didn't motivation get, now. Rich, I didn't get there. Okay, yeah, I can only imagine. Saying. It's all, it's, it's all simplistic and also real because everyone, every man has done this. They have dedicated a part of their life to do exactly what this man is doing at some point in their life. And he is fighting like the level of class of devils he is fighting all to touch her boobs is 
crazy and admirable, <laughs> if you ask me, because <laughs> he is putting in that work. He's a gentleman, Rich. He's not just going for it. Yeah, he's, he's trying to earn it. Yeah. Um, and this is a woman possessed by a devil who literally says, I don't shower and I don't flush the toilet. Deal with it. So it's not like it's like she wow. smells terrible. She's but dropping still is here. No, Take she's that. like, my culture, we don't flush. And I only shower like once every other week. Deal with how me. does that what, one? What culture is that? Two, how does devil. that work? He was, well, she's she not, was, she was devil inside of her. That, that's yeah, she was in the woods. Like she was born, like pretty much in the woods the whole time until they found her and kind of like civilized her. But yeah, she was living out there in the wild, just butt naked, killing whatever came across her. And drinking but where the does blood. she yeah. drop her business? In oh, the toilet. She, yeah, she just doesn't toilet. flush. Yeah, she don't talk about well, what happened before anyone came to her house, though? Wouldn't it just be no? Like... She's she's staying at another guy's house who's in charge of watching him, her, her and Chainsaw Man. So she, they're see. like roommates. Yeah. Wow, rough. But he don't care. Well, he's <laughs> he got does. a little demon in him too, though. <laughs> oh, wait, did, did, you see, did you see Homeboy's Power? The um, the dude with the ponytail, the, the house. No, you're ahead of me. Don't even. Don't even oh, I, you're ahead of me. Stop. So okay, All right. you're ahead of me. Um, watching Titans. You know, same old, same old. Secret identities don't matter. I said that before. It's kind of. I read an article about that, and they were like, "It really doesn't matter here," which is problematic because they went out of their way to say this is Connor Kent to the world, not thinking that Clark might want his identity a secret. <laughs> like they wow. just. And it's one thing if the story was doing that. It's just lazy writing. So, mm. but it's talk about funny. lazy writing. Well, oh, oh, we are, we are. But that's kind of been. That's kind of been my week. Yo, Chris. What's going on, Lawrence? I got a question for you, man. Ask away, brother. Ask away. What's Batman's favorite part of a joke? What is Batman's favorite part of a joke? The punchline. Oh, I knew that was coming. <laughs> Why are you? <laughs> How, Chris, you really thought that was funny, though. It was good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, you know it's gonna be punchline, but, but then you gotta do like this. the the spectrum here is so extreme. Rich almost it's a hater. He, well, he it's almost a hater. reverse laughed. It's like it's a you took a you took a little bit of him with that one, and Chris was just like so filled up with joy and mirth. Chris is joyful. Rich is the kind of guy that hates Christmas. Like he he has no joy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate Christmas. I hate wow. the idea of a white man to have access to my house the way they kept telling me, and then come to find out it was a lie. <laughs> I never thought about it like it that. It didn't make sense because, like, hold on, wait a minute. We don't have a chimney, Dad. We don't have a chimney. How are we getting to our? House? Why, are you letting, why are you letting this white man enter our house without a key? Wow, I was upset. And no repercussions for just breaking into everyone's homes. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. of course, I never considered that. Wow, <laughs> that took a turn. turn. Took there a turn. is a punchline comic book though, and it's a Batman storyline. So there, there is that. There is. Well, you know what? We can take a turn Definitely. down the road yeah. and make a right at the stop sign, and that will bring us to the collector's corner. It's show and tell time. We're the collector's corner. We take something out of our toy chest, something out of our video game case, something out of our comic book shelf, and we showcase it to the world. It can be worth millions of dollars or just sentimental. What do you guys? I'll go. And oh, that's special. But I yes, it's always special, Rich. 
I thought it was dope when I saw it. Um, this is Marvel's Pops 1118, and it's Spider-Man. Whoa, Whoa that's so An Oscorp suit, if that'll focus up real quick. Uh, yeah. I don't know. But anyway, if you look at him, if you look at his eyes, yes. like the lens on his mask are like translucent. You can kind of see his head in there. Yes. Oh, but wait, 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 can you read that? What is what is the actual... Um... Uh, Beyond Amazing Collection is target only. There we go. Oscorp suit. That is backwards for us. Yeah, it's backwards. So yeah, Beyond Amazing. I don't think there's, I don't know if there's more to this series or what, but this, I saw this one and I saw there was sick. there wasn't more to get on back of it. I'm like, I could do this. And I was like, <laughs> look, at, look at the, like, I was just like looking at the inside of his mask. I'm like, that is that. Dope. Yeah, that 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 point is cool. It gives you the depth to the figure. That's cool. Yeah. That was at your target. Yeah, bro. My, my target's whack, man. We don't get yeah. none of that, dude. It was all yeah. I saw this. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm cap that. That's our target. Be uh, be be going out sometimes. They had they had a big set. One dude was going going in on the neckers. He was just grabbing them. At least yeah. your target has neckers. Mine Some has of those like neckers four. Are cool. Really? We got like pretty That's... much all of the predators, aliens. We got the um all the the horror movie joints. We might have like one or three of a MVP. couple of those. You, really? Lawrence, you gotta go to the Burbank uh Target. That, that, I ain't driving, I ain't driving 35 minutes away to go to Target, man. That's 20 35 minutes, minutes is long to you. <laughs> oh, well, you gotta hit, hit traffic though. That's probably your thing. That's right? 35 yeah, traffic. Go on the, uh, go on the off hours. Go Wait, that's in the 35 game. minutes in traffic? Just to go to Target, Rich. Bro. Yo, to living look out, at living out at, living out in California spoiled you, bro. Yeah. No. No way Rockland took 30 minutes. Rock, a lot of things in Rockland took 30 minutes. Oh, it takes me 30 minutes to go to work when I no 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 that's a lie. It takes me it takes me about 30 minutes or so. Yeah, but consider that you'll drive 30 minutes to go slave for someone else at a job, but you won't drive 30 minutes to give yourself some joy in life. Okay. You got it backwards, my friend. No, it you takes got me it hour, backwards. It takes me at least an hour to get to work. Okay. Then you, right, you then go. you really got it backwards. Enjoy. That, that only highlights my point even more. <laughs> Just go to Target. My priorities are messed up. I, 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 if I go to Target and Burbank, if what I want's not there, I'm gonna come over here and I'm, you know, and I'm gonna have some words for you, gentlemen. That's great because we got a podcast where we mostly just talk. All right, so you're gonna hear it, <laughs> Chris. What do you got, man? Rich, that's fucking dope, though. Because I got happened. Ah! 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 The same victors are bringing the comedy today, Rich. I didn't know what was happening. I thought he, I thought Lawrence cursed real quick. I'm like, oh, that's not a characteristic. Like, what's happening right now? But then, okay, got it, got it. Yeah. So I just pick up this hush figure. Um, actually, this is the only hush figure I actually had. It's tough to see with the glare. Hold on, but um, yeah, it's McFarlane Hush from obviously Batman Hush. Looks pretty Modern cool. Classic. It comes with two with two knives because obviously no more guns in McFarland or oh, McFarland DC. It was interesting. Was, but yeah, the sculpt looks definitely. dope. He has an overcoat on. Um, his face is wrapped up, and uh, yeah, I'll probably do an I'll do an unboxing on this. But yes, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. That's a sick figure. Yeah, you got to do an unboxing because I'm I'm interested to see how much that uh, that overcoat infringes his mobility. Yeah, I have a feeling, Jack, you might be right. Because Sometimes I'm looking at the overcoat. It's, it's softer goods, man. And it Sometimes doesn't open. The overcoat does have a slit in the front. You see right there? Mm -hmm. 
So you may be able to move the legs, but the playability on the Chris scale is going to be very, very low for this one. I see it already. Oh, the Chris Ooh. scale is something special. Speaking yeah. of, speaking of, I am digging your shirt today. What are you wearing? Oh, my old school X Men shirt, nineties X Men. Yeah. That's the man. That yeah. that X Men line is just the best. Oh. Jim Lee, man, right? Yep. Jim Lee, yeah, yeah. Jack, yo, what do you well, got? Well, I'm also wearing an X Men shirt. Uh, even that's even, actually, that's dope. even classic or X Men. Yeah, well, this is uh, X Men One, man. Number one, mm-hmm. this is yeah, yeah. Before Beast, before Beast was blue, and Professor X walked there too. I think before Beast was colored. Yeah, <laughs> when life was easy, life, life was easy. You know that privilege. So I'm showing off these toys. You you might not even know them. I don't even really know them, but I got them. I'm showing off three toys in their boxes. They're from a comic book called The Tenth. Mm, the Tenth. And these toys probably came out in the early 2000s, I think. Let's see if there's a 1999. So they came out in 1999. So they're over 22 years old. They're old. Damn, I'm getting old. Um, and they're a double. They're a double pack, and each of them come with a girl and a monster. And this guy I saw selling for like 40 bucks online. So I'm like, okay. Wait, you don't have you read this comic? Do you know who, what this is? I don't know any of this. I just know that my parents are fans of the show, and they keep sending me stuff. Oh, okay. This one's pretty cool. This one, uh, so like I said, they're all girls, small girls, and then giant monsters. They're all two packs. This one is a girl in like a real goth look, and and the guy next to her is like a giant version of Lobo. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they're moderately poseable, but they don't have. Looks like they don't pose in the elbows or the knees so they're not that poseable and and then this guy it's got like an executioner oh. mask on him he's yeah. humongous that's dope. This, that's dope well this one is very cool and i was almost gonna open it and then i thought well maybe i'll price check these things real quick and i keep seeing this one on ebay this particular one on ebay for like t- two to three hundred bucks hey oh, Okay. I don't know, but I don't know if anyone's actually able to sell these. And I've seen the collection. There's only three to the set, these pati- three particular ones. And I keep seeing the collection going for like four to five hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't know if anyone's buying them and I don't know how anyone's selling them. And But you could check that, right? You could check uh, how much they're getting priced for and like which ones are actually selling, right? Well, it seems like this one's the more valuable of the lot consistently. I've seen a few. And mm. I'd be happy just to get rid of all of them for like a hundred bucks. So your parents, your folks are sending you these? Is that what you said? They are sending me package after package of retro vintage toys. Have they just finding, or this is your old stuff? Retro figures, Jack? My my pops has been collecting toys my entire life. When I was a kid growing up, you guys remember that uh, '90s, the like the death of Superman, where he came back with the long hair. Conduit was one of the characters. The yeah, man of steel the- joint. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as a kid, I bought all of those. But I bought two or more of everything so I could open one of them. <laughs> and I have the whole yeah, line on my wall in Texas. 
like pinned to the wall. I have all the boxes on open still. So I picked that up for my pops because he was a nut collecting baseball cards and football cards. And it's in your bedroom in Texas. Yeah, and that's what happened. See, my I moved out of my parents' house and my room became an office. So- right. <laughs> right. Actually. Yeah, to be fair, what happened is they're in a box in Texas now, and it is my sister's office, that room. Oh, um, but yeah, so anyways, I got that from my pops. He always, he collect toys, and he started collecting toys because he thought baseball cards and stuff were from his generation. What is the next generation into? They're all into toys, like Star Wars and stuff. So then he started collecting toys. He was, he was right. He's not wrong. But, yeah, and so he'd go, but here's where he was messed up. He'd go to the store and he'd go, what do you guys like? What's exciting? And we go, this, that, that. And he'd buy them, but he wouldn't give it to us. He'd, he'd put them in a box. He's smart. No, even smarter. <laughs> Kid, that's hard. <laughs> so now he's giving it to us. <laughs> Is, and he's not selling any of the, Is he actually selling some of the stuff that he picked up along the way? You know, the, it's it's hard to sell stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can sell stuff, but what's what's really interesting is the value which a thing occupies, and then what you're able to actually get for it. I have a I have a baseball card that, for all intents and purposes, is valued at like two thousand dollars. No question, it's the most valuable card that came out in that that year of that that brand tops 1990 whatever 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 it was baseball card 2000 bucks i'd be lucky to get 5 bucks for it probably and i've seen it selling for like 20 to 50 bucks online so how mm. is the thing that has $2000 value selling for $20 demand but if you go to the price guide book it is valued at $2000 no question so this is a weird thing about the value of a th- thing and what you can get for a thing yeah yeah, I imagine that, you know, this sucks, but if you if you had any Green Ranger stuff, if you had any Batman the Animated Series stuff, that probably Jack went up, you know, you know how well, it is. Yeah, well, that's, and that's what happens, that these prices ebb and flow, um, obviously, and like I was telling you about the, uh, the Wolverine comics are all anticipated to be very, they're already valuable, but their value is anticipated to inflate when this new Wolverine and when Hugh Jackman comes back, but specifically when the X-Men content drops with Disney, all that stuff's going to inflate pretty big leading up to it. And then it'll probably level out again. Yeah. And I know like with a lot of the Masters of Universe stuff, because they have the Origins line, the more Origins stuff they come out with, they're coming out with the big Eternia playset. The more the new stuff comes out, the more the older stuff actually lessens in value. It's like- funny is, is that that series crashed and I, and we were on clearance is not just that that line every single masters of the universe the retro the new stuff even like the kitty kitty one that actually has he-man in it all mm-hmm. those lines sold terribly mm-hmm. they sell terribly or they just made a lot of them i don't know man but i've seen them all over the country always in clearance. clearance yeah i'll tell you i'll tell you you know you just showed your hush toy chris that comic book i think it's batman 608 batman number 608 is when hush dropped if you have that comic no that's so that's different though lawrence you have the trade edition and the trade yeah. edition oh, is what the trade tells you oh i see i see the trade edition is almost always way less valuable because the collection but if you have i i think it's batman 608 is when hush was first that line is dropped mm-hmm. if you have the second print edition which is the one where uh, 
Jim Lee drew Batman standing on the gargoyle looking out. It's the opposite mirror image of the Superman one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That comic is hella expensive right now for whatever reasons. Well, I, I'll say, you know, not to stay on here for too long, but Batman has not lessened in value as IP. So. Well, you know who else? Spider-Man. I'm constantly surprised at how much random Spider-Man comics are consistently so valuable. I'm like, wow, really? This one too? This one too? This one too? Like those Spider-Man com- you got some of those older, especially 60s, 70s, but even like McFarlane was drawing Spider-Man for a while. Those comics are just expensive. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot you guys learned at Collector's Corner. Now I'll wait, go wait. next. Wait. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I can move yeah. on. I guess, I guess I'll go. So this did not cost me an arm and a leg. And I am going to open it because I love it. But I had to cop this. I had to cop my Green Ranger. Yes. Dragon freaking deck. It's right there. I kind of just opened it up today. It came from Big Bad Toy Store. And this is just sick, man. It comes with a stand. I think you put batteries in it and it will play. This is how dope Green Ranger was, Rich. This dude had a dagger that he played like a flute. That sounded like a trumpet, <laughs> and he breathed through a helmet. <laughs> and he controlled a dragon sword. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so a whole was, lot of things. That had to I was there. Out. I was there for it. This is dope. Of course, when Jason David Frank passed away, I was like, I have Green Ranger figures, but I really wanted like a drink Green Ranger keepsake. I was looking up the Green Ranger morphers that came out way back when. Out of my price range right now. <laughs> I'm not dropping four hundred bucks on that. But this is still fairly new, and in and, and this Lightning line, it's pretty much the new Hasbro line. Yeah. It's uh, pretty much get it for retail right now. Uh, if you're going for the one before that, that's going to cost some money. The big, my- big Bad, I'm sorry, Big Bad Toy Store has some great stuff in it. That's where I saw the G.I. Joes I was showing you guys. Check out Big Bad Toy Store and Entertainment Earth as well. Um, by the time you are hearing this, a lot of the sales might be done, but for you guys... They have their Cyber Monday sales. Go McFarlandtoys.com. Uh, they're literally having a deal of the day where you can get a figure for five bucks. What? They, have, they had a, uh, a John, so they had a John Stewart <laughs> a Green Lantern figure for five dollars. Of course, that's the one I have. And they, and I think today is uh, the Dark Knight Returns. Well, you have that too, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> the Dark Knight Returns in armor. <laughs> But um, awesome, man. Great picks, guys, and very informative. Rich, why are you in that alley? Let's find out. It's time for Anime Alley with Richard Wilson. <laughs> wow, that, I mean, that was, that was about as deep as you've ever gone down the alley. Let's talk some anime, baby. <sighs> wow, 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 wow. Um, listen. I don't even know how to recover from the way you introduced it, but <laughs> let's talk about Gentama. All right. Okay. Gentama is um I want to say campy. It, it's very it's very it's kind of kind of a campy um an, uh, anime with uh based in the Edo period of Japan when aliens invade mm. and the shoguns lay down their swords to uh pretty much when they see that the aliens were more powerful than them they have more powerful weapons so they pretty much lay down their swords and get in line with the aliens and they, they kind of build like a um i want to say community a town a city um based off a little bit of the edo period and a lot more of the aliens and you got this one guy uh jitama 
who's uh you kind of he kind of seems like he doesn't care about things, but he does. He's you no, know, he has a heart. <laughs> but um, it, it, it's it's dope. So I remember watching a, a few episodes. Actually, I, I think I watched the whole series. Yeah, it was a while, such a long time ago. But um, he ends up being um a a, a great hero like they all are, right? <laughs> ends up being a great hero that kind of goes into like retirement. Um, trying to tries to be like low key. He ha- he opens up a, a store. Uh, a, he, he does like odds and ends, uh, little things here and there. Mm-hmm. Hires a girl. Um, and yeah, it just gets crazy. And I, there was a big battle. There's always a big battle. It's been a minute since I watched this show. What makes but it, it was dope? I was always enjoyed it. Campy, like huh? what makes it anime campy? Because like I would say, I don't know. Uh, some some of my hero feels a little campy. That's what all might and all that stuff. But I, I wouldn't say that's campy. So what what makes the anime campy? I'll say more of um um, I'll say like uh, One Punch. How he'll kind of be like you know like nonchalant about stuff, mm. kind of like but, not care. But that's also time. just the tone of the show. Yeah, like it's a satire. They kind of, they're kind of making fun of a super right. powerful. Yeah. So yeah, I guess mm. you can say like satire. But yeah, this dude, he's like, he, he's powerful, but he kind of like plays it off. Um, kind of accident prone at times. And, you know, he's just trying to live his life and not get involved in the the politics of the aliens and the showguns now. But it ends up getting drawn into it, no matter what. Mm. And yeah. How rich is it? Um, I'm going to give this one an eight. I really enjoyed it. Wow. Oh, wow. What's, what's the name Whoa. of it? The setup didn't really lead to it. It's <laughs> I know. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a like... while since I watched it, but it, I remember I remember enjoying it. It's Jin Tama. G-I-N. Is it, is it only on like... Oh, yeah. Wait. Go ahead. Spell it. G-I-N-T-A-M-A. Jin Tama. Yeah. Is it, it's just on Crunchyroll or what's it on? Uh, I think when I watched it, it was on Hulu, but it's on Crunchyroll. Oh, some of us don't have Hulu. Yeah, yeah. Nope. Chris. <laughs> I do have Crunchyroll though. Like you know who's Fox and Fox is Simpsons. You love the Simpsons and they're all owned by Disney. It's all really just Disney Plus. I got the Simpsons on Disney Plus. <sighs> oh, did you watch the uh, Simpsons Halloween special? No, I didn't. I I heard it was pretty good though this year. Yeah, they did um, they did a thing out um with Death Note with Lisa. Oh yeah. Hey, really? They they animated like Japanese style. It was pretty dope. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check it out. Lisa is the one I'd give that journal to. Yeah. I'd give it to Bart and just watch the world burn. (laughs) (laughs) Watch the world burn. There's no methodology in that. Or Homer and just (laughs) It's even worse. But he wouldn't kill people with it. He'd just have to do some find a way to give donuts. Just give me donuts. The Shimmy Gummy was like, you have to kill them. Give me donuts and then walk off a bridge. <laughs> um, great, 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 great anime alley, Rich. And nice Simpsons plug. I really do want to see Lisa doing Death Note. That, that, that's yeah. actually dope. Oh, wonderful job, man. Hey, guys, I think it's time for some news. It's time for the news. So... A long time ago, a few years ago, Scorsese went on to say that he didn't believe these superhero films were cinema. And, you know, I guess Scorsese actually created the term kind of cinema and kind of established what that would mean in the 70s and so forth. Well, Tarantino kind of jumped on board in his own way and basically said, this is the wor- one of the worst times in movie making. You have the 80s. And then I think he said the 50s. And this is also an era where things are pretty bad kind of blame superhero movies. And he said that superhero movies aren't creating movie stars. We don't have movie stars anymore. 
because of superhero movies, because no one's going to the theaters to see so-and-so. They're going to the theaters to see Captain America. They're going to the theaters to see Thor, not going to see, you know, how it was I'm back sorry. in the day. Uh, that's a bad thing. People are going to the theaters to see content they're excited for. Well, he's basically saying back in the day, you went to a Schwarzenegger film because it was Schwarzenegger. Here, right. you're going to the movie to see the comic except, except for now, you'd be going to a Terminator film because of what was established back then. So yeah. his, his like that, the logic of that argument goes right out the window the second you consider a franchise. I'm going to the Fast and the Furious movie now because it's Fast and the Furious. Who's in it now? I don't even know. Well, that, like, Tar- I would agree. Tarantino's thinking is flawed because at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter how a movie star gets made. They get made because at the end of the day, Tom Holland is now a movie star who can open a movie that's not Spider-Man. Well, he's also his his thinking's flawed here because at the end of the day, it's not about how you <laughs> got someone into the theater seat. It's that you got someone into the theater seat. Well, I think they're 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 now without their movie star being established, it makes it harder for Scorsese and Tarantino and Christopher Nolan, who are gonna make original content that's not attached to IP to sell them. Before it was easier when you had a Schwarzenegger put him in Total Recall. What's Total Recall? We don't know. No. Now today, a Pulp Fiction wouldn't come out. That's what Tarantino's talking about. Tarantino is basically saying his logic is you would not have Top Gun. You wouldn't have all these movies that were original at the time. You would these superhero movies aren't allowing more Inceptions. They're not allowing more Pulp Fictions. They're not allowing more Reservoir Dogs. Because you kind of need movie stars to make those movies happen because no one loves the, the IP is unknown. You're not attached. You don't have a, an attachment to the IP. Who was in Reservoir Dogs? The fact that he got Harvey Keitel is what helped him get it. Harvey made. Keitel. Yes. But he also helped find producers for the thing. That's the point, too. But Harvey Keitel was never an A-list actor like that. He was never Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, but for the budget he needed for Reservoir Dogs, Harvey Keitel and Michael Madsen were enough. For that budget. Celebritum doesn't always sell tickets. Hollywood's never actually figured that equation out. It's untrue. It's completely untrue. Because when you have Will Smith and Arnold Schwarzenegger, there has at one point in time, there was a big box office draw. You put a name on a marquee, you're guaranteed to have a good opening no, weekend. But, I'll, but also, Devil's Advocate. Terminator 1, nobody knows who these people are, really. Aliens 1, nobody knows who these people are. They were selling the content. That's and they found point. actors that fit the content. That's my point. So now you have a movie star in that content. So now the movie star can open up the movie without it needing to be Batman. Now we rely on Batman to open the movie. We rely on Captain America to open the movie. So it's not really making movie stars anymore. To Tarantino's point, I'm not saying this is, I'm not saying I agree with him, but he, you know, he's been in the business a while, so he does have a point. It's basically saying, now you're not making movie stars the way we used to. Tom Cruise was Tom Cruise, and you went to go see Tom Cruise. And then it didn't really matter what it was. You wanted to see it. It was an event. My, my, heart, my heart bleeds for these people. Oh, no. Just make a good movie. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, Simun Lu, uh, I'm pronouncing his name so bad. Simun Lee, the guy who played in Shang-Chi, said, uh, he said something really great. If only the gatekeepers to movie stardom came from Tarantino Scorsese, I would never have the opportunity to lead a $400 million movie. I'm in awe of their filmmaking genius. They are transcendent auteurs, but they don't get to point their nose at anyone because basically says he loves the golden age of films too, but they were white as hell. And something about these superhero films, it is making it so people can become movie stars and lead big budget movies that would have never gotten the chance. 
Really? Sure. Yeah. I mean, actually, that's a great point. And, you know, for however you feel about Marvel one way or the other, and however you feel about whatever this phase four is shaping up to be, um, there's a lot of diversity within the major figureheads of the content now. Yeah. And Tarantino is thinking's flawed. Like, it doesn't matter how a movie star is made. Henry Cavill is a movie star. He's a star because he was Superman. Now he's transcended Superman so he can be in other things and they can use him to get a Witcher series off the ground. So Tarantino's a little flawed there, but as it looks like, no, he still makes a brilliant stuff. And Scorsese's flawed. Basically, the superhero movies have made it harder for their movies to get the money that they used to. Speaking of Henry, though. That's facts. That's facts. You know, Henry Cavill doesn't actually have a contract for any Superman content right now. There's nothing on the table. There's no movie. So everyone who's excited about this Man of Steel 2, I would not hold your breath just yet. Not, man, don't hold your breath until you see the trailer. And even in that case, Ezra Miller, The Flash, you still might be waiting. Batwoman. Batgirl, yes. Yo, Rich, I don't know if you're nostalgic or not, but the iconic Microsoft Xbox 360 controller is being resurrected for the 17th anniversary of the release of Xbox 360 to bring back the controller that could be used on current platforms. I loved the X, the original Xbox controller, and mainly because I have big hands. Everyone else is complaining about it. I can't feel my in your small little baby hands. The controller is too big. Shut up. Get bigger. How about that? It felt Ooh. great in my hand. I love the way it felt. It felt great. It was it was something different as opposed to the Playstations and and the and the uh, that was really a PlayStation. Oh no, there was um N sixty four, which was N sixty four. That was that was a unique little thing. That it was I, the tripod in my yeah. You put that in my hand now. I'll be like, how do I use this thing again? You know, Rich, I might be able to help you. You you may not know this, but my brother's wife is actually the one who designs markets and she's she's at the head of microsoft doing all the controllers for xbox what yeah, thing. those new controllers are dope the the the, the um the was the custom lab what do they call them microsoft they're lab? insane she has she has a wall in their house mm. that has all the beta type controllers that never actually make it to the market that is hey, jack if you can get us that picture it. that would be awesome yeah well maybe i get you the picture but what i was saying is He'll get you a controller. Yeah. Well, I might be able to help facilitate something that fits into your giant hands. Oh, I mean, I got the I got the pro. Well, I got the pro the bear one. Oh, you that, good they, that they came out with? Yeah, I'm good for right now. Because my because my problem with these, well, the first one that came out is the uh, the bumpers here. The yeah. uh, little micro switch kind of messes up, and they were like, you can take it apart. I, I had the very first one. I took it apart. I replaced the bumper. It was all plastic. I replaced that out and also changed out the um the faceplate, which was easy. Well, easy enough. But this one is like a little bit different. Is is they this it's put together a little different. So I just got this one, which is bare, and I just put all the paddles and stuff on it, and it's so far it's holding out. I gotta tell you, I was surprised. The last time I was hanging out at their house, my brother put a controller in my hand, mm. and it felt incredible. I'm not an Xbox guy. I'm a PlayStation guy, but the quality of the like it was it was a metal controller. It had weight. It had like metal pads on it, and I was like, "When wow, things this- are built well, they're built properly." Like for, I don't know if it, it's. I have a thing where I like to to touch things that are built well. Like yeah. if something moves well, the movement is well. 
I just enjoy it. Like if you have like a like if you have a, like a well machine gun or something like that, and it goes well together. It just enjoy that. There has to be a name yeah. for something like that, but I don't know. It's I just when something's made very very well, I really really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. It and I think almost converted me. Just touching the controller was like. Yeah, I think wow. that's one of the problems why I don't play my PlayStation my PlayStation Four because the controller just feels weird. It's like it's it's, it's tiny now. Yeah. Hmm. Well, and it's it doesn't have the the there's a presence. I'll mm. give them that. But what they are creating at Microsoft with some of these Xbox controllers. That PS5 ain't so bad, though. Yeah, PS5 that. ain't so bad, though. I might have yeah. little little small hands, but the PS5 <laughs> ain't so bad. Though. Yeah, like Lawrence, of all, Lawrence of all people having small hands. There was this joke hands. in college. Okay, Jack, the news will have to go <laughs> <Okay>. on eventually. <laughs> the tangents are all of you. What, what are we doing? <laughs> what are you talking about? You brought up the controller stuff. Listen, I got, I, yo, I got like, I got like a nice like two or three controllers. I got one camouflage one. I'll show it on next collector's corner. How about that? I, yeah. If like if money wasn't a problem for me right now, I'll be buying controllers out of control. Like there's a Boba Fett one that I want to get, a Mandalorian one. There's a, there was a, a a a cyberpunk one. I'm like, come on, what are y'all doing? To me? Yeah, you started it, Lawrence, trying to blame me. Go on. Okay. What's your next? All right. What, so, what's the next bit of news? Chris Hemsworth has a series, uh, Limit Limitless, uh, where yes. you know he kind of goes into the wild, and he recently found out that he has two of the genes for Alzheimer's, yeah. mm. and that like I think there's like an eighty percent chance or whatever. So he's taking a pause from acting, but he did an interview recently talking about Thor, and he says he thinks the next one might be his last one, and he mm. is hoping that it is a complete change in tone. He says, just for his own sanity, he said the Thor 1 and 2 are similar in tone, and then Thor Ragnarok and Love and Thunder are similar in tone. And he's like, I, I think he believes that Thor has already learned his lesson. He doesn't need to be a lunkhead anymore. So he's excited right. to see what the next one will be, might be his last one, and he wants a complete change in tone. And I would love to see Viking badass Thor. Just give us yeah. one. Where he's like, I'd say it was crazy. Gore was the one for that. Gore was the villain for that, that grounded content. So, you know, that's another thing. You know, I, we watch this content and I watch Thor and I, it's cheesy and it's campy and it's like, man, it could have been so good. It was fine. And it's funny how a lot of the time the figurehead of that content is the one who, consciously or subconsciously takes the brunt of the content not being great mm -hmm. but you you listen to chris hemsworth talk about it you see his other stuff you're like the guy's got tremendous depth he's a good actor if you watch chris hemsworth if you only watch thor and seen all the thors you can see his t entire acting range within how much his character between him and infinity war just should have went for the head in Endgame. I messed up to the comedy and Ragnarok to the mm -hmm. freaking um, what's his face uh, directed uh, Thor one. Uh, Kenneth Branagh, like his range yeah. just as Thor has gone crazy. So I'm like, yeah, get, get, let let him go out freaking like a badass. Like he's done everything else and like let him go be freaking Thor, man. Yeah. But um, that, that's also a hard one because you know. Thor is fifteen hundred years old in the comics. It's not like he's gonna age out like some of these other humans. Yeah. So how they ha how they handle a Thor transition is very interesting. It is, but I felt like he went com really comedic. There was no transition. Know. He just showed up on that planet, and it, the movie changed. <laughs> I don't know what that last movie was about, but um, so they can just just change this change the world around them, and he'll he'll fit it accordingly. It uh, looks like Blade. 
Jeez Louise, Blade has hired Lovecraft County director in shift to a darker, grittier take on the MCU. Good. Yes, good. good. Yeah. So it's about freaking time. We got some news. I hey the director's name is um Basim Tariq. And uh I'm excited. Like it, bring that Lovecraft sensibility yeah. and let it get let blade blade is blade. Like it's kind of like let blade blade. Like Deadpool, it's like you can only Disneyify certain characters so much. You gotta have to let them be what they're supposed to be. Yeah. Um, and uh, Marvel has confirmed that Universal still has their rights to Namor, so we're probably not gonna get a Submariner Solar film. They kind of have a similar situation with Hulk, where he can show up in other films, but not a solo film, unless I guess they want to pay the freaking Piper. So we're probably not going to get a Submariner solo anything anytime soon. That's too bad. He's a pretty cool character. Yeah, yeah great cool character. character. Uh, la- uh, second to last bit of news. So we put on Instagram, Avatar The Way of the Water needs to be the third or fourth highest grossing film of all time just to break even. It needs to earn over $2 billion worldwide. Damn. Just but- to break even. Even but something they're not saying is well, but they are kind of saying it is they didn't just shoot Avatar two. They shot during the same time Avatar two, three, and pieces of four. So right. the budget it costs to make that film is actually inflated because they shot two and a half films. True, but if Avatar two sucks and we don't want to see three or four, you're in trouble. Yeah. They already shot it. That's the problem. If we don't like Avatar 2, then you really bet you bet on the house <laughs> Listen, big time. I, I would be surprised <laughs> if it's not stunning. Regardless of the story, it's going to be yeah. Yeah, it's stunning. Look good, but you can get but so far on your looks. So you gotta actually have a, a good story. You get pretty far, that. Rich. Let me tell you. Oh, Rich. Uh, Chris, <laughs> I'll say that was deep, and you're like, no, Rich, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised how far you can go. Chris is just like, let things explode. I'm all for it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like Venom is Venom's an eight for Chris. <laughs> I think he was actually Look. talking about himself. Oh man. Oh yeah. You're a good looking man, Chris. That has gotten you pretty far. Um, last bit of news, Rich. I defer this to you, really. Um, the Walking Dead has closed its final chapter. I fell off a while ago. I'll jump back at eventually, but either way, salute to any series that goes on this long with that kind of content. Yeah. Massive salute. You sort of saw the last episode because I don't know if you fell asleep or you didn't fall asleep. It's in question whether you fell asleep or not. Like, I, back okay, up so again. I don't know if there was like a post credit, but I fell asleep when they wrapped up the main well, story. And, and spoil, no spoilers. No, no spoilers, spoilers. But then there was something after that that I kind of just woke up to and I was like, oh, what's going on here? Okay. And there was certain characters that were there and I'll just leave it at that. Would, are, are, are you satisfied? And I guess it's not really an ending. It's about the spinoff to all these other shows. And whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, are you satisfied with the Walking Dead as a, the proper ending? Um, I mean, I guess I, I, I'll be honest with you. The show went on for quite some time, and they could have ended it a while ago. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, they, they they did a pretty decent job with the ending. Okay, that's hard to stick the landing. So if they yeah. did a decent job, I say they did a good job because it's hard to end a series, especially when it's gone on that long. But mm-hmm. I guess they didn't really end it because it's it's gonna go on. And that's yeah. like spinoffs. It was like they didn't really. Yeah, because I think Daryl was getting his own spinoff, if I'm not mistaken. And I think freaking um, Maggie is too. Yeah. And 
It, you know, yeah. they talked about Rick possibly getting. <laughs> it's just well, let's not let's let's not get into all of that. Um, but that's the news. That's the news. That was the news. Stop oh. laughing, Rich. I wasn't laughing. Yeah, he's well, hardly ever laughing. Chris, yeah, stop Rick, smiling. Rich said he has no joy. His heart is cold as ice, <laughs> which is perfect because it's time for it to beat. Let's get get ready to rumble. Man, we are covering Guardians of the Galaxy holiday Christmas special, we want to call it. So I want to know what character would you like to see have a Christmas special? Could be anime, could be a comic book, could be movie TV, like what, what, in, in the, within the genre that you want to see have a Christmas special and what would that be? Yeah, Christmas special was never that great. So this was kind of a weird debate for me because Star Wars Christmas special... There's been a lot of Christmas specials. He-Man had one. Everyone's had a Christmas special, right? And they they, they have they've ne- they're never like, oh my goodness, we saved Santa Claus. Like that's really kind of what our you can make whatever Christmas special you want. I mean, I don't really want to make one, but if I would, what I would like to see. Do you guys remember the episode of Batman the Animated Series where Harley and mm-hmm. uh, was it Harley Boys and Ivy get together and they go out in Christmas or whatever? Yeah, 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 yeah. I would like to see a Christmas special that has segments. Set up in Batman the Animated Series where everyone has something was going on on that Christmas night. Like Batman is trying to solve a crime, but he has to get home. They have that. Yeah, There's an episode wanna... that is that. Yeah, but I want to. It's about it takes over the holidays and it's like different capers. You got Batman and Robin stop with yeah, the Joker. I want to see. I, I want to see another one like that. That's all I really. So wanna you see. didn't I, come I, up with anything. You just. I but you <laughs> asked me what I want to see. That's no, no, really want, no. I don't really want to watch anything else, to be honest. I don't really want to watch any Christmas specials. I don't really Hans Gruber was in one of the best Christmas movies of all time, and you have nothing? <laughs> he, he was, wow. Right? Yeah, wow. As a matter of fact, yo, Chris, you could do a Hans Gruber prequel Christmas special so we understand as a kid where he went so far off the base. And the why yeah. is important for you. I mean, what a Christmas. missed opportunity for yeah. Chris, aka debate genius. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're the debate genius. I will yeah, come back. I, am. I just don't like Christmas specials. I just don't like them. Don't think much. of it as a Christmas special. Just do it. That's a Christmas the whole point of debate. Do a Christmas <laughs> episode. Do a Christmas. Do a, do a freaking. I don't, right, want, I, me, don't want, I don't need anyone to learn the real meaning of Christmas. Okay. They don't have to. It can be whatever you want it to be. <laughs> They almost never do. But then it wouldn't be a Christmas special. If it was ever, it would just be Hans Gruber, a prequel to Die Hard called Gruber. (laughs) And nothing to do with Christmas. But it's also set on Christmas. (laughs) It happens to be set during Christmas. Okay. Yeah. All right, Chris, you, you failed. You failed. Yeah. You failed. You failed. Yeah, I take that fail. Let me me see if I can uh, salvage some of this. I only think there's two things I'd be interested in seeing. One would be a live action Joker Christmas special with the actor who's in the Robert Pattinson movie. And I think it's just the special would be him like, you know, leading up to Christmas, putting all his gifts together and seeing how they (laughs) how they affect the uh, the people who get his gifts. And I think that as a 45 minute Christmas special would be hella entertaining. The only other content I'd really be interested in, like really seeing, is um, Superman, Olsen. Batman. <laughs> Give me a world. Well, Olsen <laughs> might have a cameo in this. You know, they could bring in Leo for a cameo. Um, but I think it's, I think it's uh, world's finest. Give me Superman and Batman, and it's a. Uh, these are heroes. 
So there's got to be a wholesome. It's like Henry Cavill was saying. I'd love to see the lighter side of Superman. You know, I like he's to a, see Superman flying around in a sleigh. I don't want to see Batman on that same sleigh. No, 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 no. But that's not a Christmas special. A Christmas special is how you know. Essentially, Batman is is uh, Ebenezer. You know, he's Scrooge. He's, oh. What's Christmas? Christmas don't mean nothing to me. My my parents were killed when I was a kid. You think I care about Christmas? Superman's like my planet blew up, but I care about Christmas. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so and so. Superman opening Batman's eyes to another element of what Christmas or the holiday spirit, you know, it doesn't have to be Christmas. So Batman learns the true meaning of Christmas from Superman's. There you go. Come on, man. Yeah. Like I could watch that. I could get down for that. And you got Henry Cavill and maybe you got uh, Ben Affleck in a live action version of this directed by James Gunn. I'm like, I could get behind a little Christmas special there. See, Chris, the assignment it yields fruit if you if you accept what it is. That's a good Christmas special. Okay. Oh, and then the joke, his, his joke, his joke. Yes, a peacemaker Christmas special where he ends up murdering all that. the elves by accident. Everybody would watch that. Everybody would watch that. Did I just win the debate? No, you did you not did win not. the debate. You did. No. Rich, what about you, man? Listen, man, you all know the only thing you want to see Deadpool. is Deadpool. <laughs> but you got to add Lobo in there, right? So check it out. Yes. Lobo, yes. Comes into, you know, Lobo comes into the universe. He's like, you know what? Bump all this noise. Christmas is mine. And he takes over Christmas. Deadpool's like, no, 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 no. We can't have that. We need to have everyone you know, in the Christmas spirits and the joys and blah, 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 blah. And while he's trying to fix Lobo's mess ups, he actually makes it worse. And Christmas is just ruined regardless. But in a comical way. Deadpool and Lobo ruin Christmas. You you know why I love this even more? Because what Rich has for the first time, this is a live action? They're like, of course. Okay. Yeah. Rich, for the first time in history, has brought us a live action cross of Marvel and DC in his Christmas special. Mm. Yep, Chris. A lot of heavy lifting is being done here. <laughs> There's a lot of it's great okay. potentials for this debate. All right, Lawrence, how are you going to end this? Yes. I'm not. I'm probably not going to win the debate because my Christmas special is not special at all. But my Christmas special is Sandman, a Christmas special where you find out that Saint Nick is actually a demonic spirit whose roots are he went to homes. And judge the children. If they weren't good, he slaughtered them. If they were good, he would leave a gift, and he barely let any gifts. This Saint Nick actually gets loose on the world, and Sandman has to imprison him back in. So the whole myth that the people made about Christmas is completely wrong. And this guy in a skin suit that's red, made of human flesh, oh, with a dirty, Jesus. dingy beard is going to people's homes and slaughtering children because no one's on the good list. He's more like a Krumpus. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That sounds like a Krumpus. I have no idea what a Krumpus is. He's like the evil Santa. Yeah. Well, then I would say there had Krumpus, it's always been Krumpus. And human beings change the story over time so their kids can sleep well at night. But the real Saint Nick comes... 
Chris, we all gave good ideas. Yeah, it's like a three-way tie right there. If I, right, if I could right. be so bold as to put myself up there. And I love how Chris said, there's no way you can make any of this good. It's like a three-way tie, and Chris is like hadn't even started the race yet. I think that is the Christmas special. I tried. I even when I was a kid, I never really liked him. Chris, I think yeah. you texted us back when we talked about Guardians. You said you loved it. You no, I love I, I love Wednesday. <laughs> I love Wednesday. Not, not, not Guardians. Now everything you're saying is invalid. Okay, let's move. Oh on. man, man. All oh, right. Wait, wait. Well, that was you know that is what it, it was. What it was. But. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. My sister loves that, by the way. <laughs> Even out of context, it sells. <laughs> Yo, now it's time to get to the reason why we're here. It's time for the main event. Today, today we have a double feature. We're covering Netflix's Wednesday, the series. And then we're jumping over to Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. First up, Wednesday. Yeah! Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. I did it with my mouth. No, you got a snap. Oh, you did it with your mouth. Pause. Sorry. Thank you, Richard didn't even dignify that with a laugh. He's just looking at you like, bro. Okay, there it is. I got it. All right, we're going to jump into Wednesday, man. The spinoff of the Adams family focusing on their only daughter, Wednesday Adams. Guys, we don't, I mean, I'll give you a brief synopsis, but then we can just jump in. We don't need a whole recap here because it would be like a lot to recap. A lot went on in this series. Here's a little synopsis of Wednesday. Wednesday follows Wednesday Adams years as a student when she attempts to master her emerging psychic ability to solve the mystery that embroiled her parents. IMDb, sort of. And this isn't a whole plot line, but yeah. guys, I'll jump in first. I like this thing. I liked it. I accepted it for what it was. This is a, a CW type show. It's made for 15-year-olds, 14-year-olds. It's the same audience as First Kill. That vampire, vampire slayer, Romeo and Juliet show is the same audience is catered to. Yeah. But this, this kilt, it's lame for me. Mm. I thought the actress was brilliant. I thought the, I mean, Tim Burton, the style was dope. The story was whatever for me. I mean, the story was whatever, but the style and the performances. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I thought it was fun. Mm. It was a good time. And yeah. I don't know, Rich. What? What? what Rich has a look on his face. <laughs> you know, I, I know, how do you feel about it, Rich? Because how do you feel, Rich? I listen. I tried to get through the first episode and just forced myself with the rest of it. I think I got to maybe like episode five, and I'm like, "What is going?" Did you tap on? out? I tapped out. No, you missed when y'all the- sat there and were like, "Yo, let's let's call it an audible." I'm like, "Yeah, okay, I'm watching it right now." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Bro, this is not for me, like at all." Like, listen, it probably was dope for it for a teenage. Maybe my teenage rich would have loved it. Who knows? But adult rich did not like it at all. I don't. At I all. Don't, I don't get these angst. I don't understand it. What is going? Like, what are you the mad? Best part. Like, why are you mad at your mother? Like, what is this beef that you have with your mother right now? Oh, Richie! Oh, you have not watched any CW. You, you don't watch Riverdale. Watch. This is, nope. Nope. 
<laughs> Never want to hope. <laughs> I get it. It's not your content. The last CW content that I watched was The Flash. I don't remember any like crazy angst with that. No. But what's yeah. funny is same producers of Smallville made this as well. So, oh, see, that's, that's the thing. Like, I fell off a of Smallville a long time ago. So, Bow Wow, we know when you saw Bow Wow, <laughs> I, I didn't even get to Bow Wow. I just saw that Bow Wow. I was, I was about to get back into it, and I saw Bow Wow was on. And I'm like, nope. What do you have against? All right, Jack. What do you, let me hear your thoughts about this bad boy. Um, I, I actually really enjoyed it. I'd say it was better than like Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which was yeah. also Netflix content mm-hmm. about a girl you know going to school for her witchcraft stuff it was i enjoyed it more than riverdale um i liked it man i thought it was funny um i thought the performances in it for the most part were great except for we'll get into more specific stuff some of the unnecessary conflict of some of the characters made no sense to me right um the the i i'd say it was predictable I literally, I think halfway through episode two, I paused it and made my predictions and they, every single one of them turned out to be exactly what I thought it was going to play out. So there was no payoff by the time we got to episode eight for me, but I enjoyed it. I thought, um, Jenna just killed it. I mean, so, I mean, the minimalistic. Uh, it's kind of like what we were talking about with Terminator, you know, to do that kind of deadpan thing consistently. And when we talk about the content specifically, the dance, talking about I mean, it. yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought she killed it across the board. Um, talk about that. I, dance. I like, Let's talk about the school dance. Are Where we jumping in? She did that. Really got like five minutes left. Yeah, we jumped. Okay, in. all right, all right, all right. So I thought that school dance was incredible. So there's what is it, episode five or whatnot? There's a school Grace, did dance. Did you see the school dance? I don't think no. I saw the boat. She does a dance uh-huh. that blew oh, my freaking mind, dude. And uh-huh. the best thing about the dance is she choreographed it like two to three days before they shot that scene. Um, and she, what her inspiration for the dance was, she'd done a lot of research on '80s goth dances, and that's what she brought to the table when they showed up on site. And it's crazy. It's primordial. It's captivating. It's completely unexpected. But her face is still dead. dead pain. Pain. Oh, like, her dude. body is moving. So, uh, but whatever you call that movement was crazy. Amazing. You know, my, my my favorite moment of hers, I like the dance. My favorite moment of hers is when they blew up the fountain and then she's playing oh. like that. And also she changes it to Vivaldi and she's just like looking and she plays those those changes mad fast for yeah, when she's dude. playing Winter. Oh, that was freaking dope. So I mean, I loved when in the dance it rained blood, and oh. then because she only smiles probably five times in the whole series. So when she smiles, it matters. And she smiled, and then she was oh, like, "But it wasn't even blood. It didn't even spring for pig's blood. It it's blood." But you're rich. Let me tell. Let me tell, for those who who aren't actors here. When an actor gets a script, Wednesday's at a dance, and in the description it says she dances. That's all you get. You have a director, a choreographer, you have yourself to create it from scratch from your brain. So she read the script, Wednesday Dances. And then she went and built a whole world around that sentence, Wednesday Dances. That's yeah. freaking master. That's a freaking, yeah. that's that's a master craftsman right there to take yeah, that she, in. Just, ah, oh, it was so good. I, she, I, 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 yeah, yeah. Um, The only thing I'd say, not to be negative, but I would say 
the cheapest moment in the script for me was when they're finally doing the reveal. I think there's a way to, for me to talk about it without giving it away for anyone who spoiler hasn't. Alert. Spo- uh, spoiler alert. Let's get into it. It's been All up. right. So, so spoiler alert. The barista kid ends up being the monster, which uh, I called yeah. that this the, the second I saw him. I go, okay, he's going to be the... I didn't know it was going to be called a hide, but I said he's going to be the person transforming into the monster. And Christina Ricci, obviously, the second I saw her, I like, okay, she's the the one because coming she, for revenge. Because up until the end, she wasn't anyone important. No, and, and that's why it's Christina you know. Ricci yes, is yes. in the Adams family, and yes. she's not important mm-hmm. yet. So you either have to be the bad guy, or you turn yes. out to be the the hero at the end. You have to be savior. Yeah. So yeah. here's what pisses me off in pisses me off is the only way I can express it because it's cheap and it's lying. What what upsets me is when content gives you seeds to, if you're a good audience member, you can normally figure this stuff out. But when then the content lies to you, that pisses me off. And this content lies to the audience. And here's how they lie to them. There's a scene where the barista kid, they all go to the house. And then the barista kid gets separated and the monster shows up as it typically does. I'm like, okay, so the barista kid's the monster again. But then we see the kid with slash marks across his chest, and he's fully clothed as we had just seen him. And that's when I said, okay, okay, hang on. This is misdirection because I I don't rescind the prediction I've made. This is the only character who's going to end up being the monster. It's the only one that makes sense. But this misdirection isn't misdirection. It's a lie because... I've seen Hulk movies. I've seen werewolf movies. And when these people transform into these monsters, their clothes are torn to shreds. So how is them he, off? But but it happened so quickly. He was there with them. Right. So I go, and so how would he have consciously torn, you know, what, folded his clothes nicely to put back on? Yeah. Nah. No, this is a lie. It's not misdirection. And then how was he going to cut himself in the chest? What, as he's transforming back into himself, which he didn't exactly have control over, he keeps his hand as a monster thing to slash across his chest? I call BS on that. And then what we see later in the episode, in episode eight, we see him transform for the first time. And the only time we actually see the kid transform into the monster. And what happens to his clothes? You burst out of them, yeah. Shredded. There's not a shred of clothing left. And so we see the kid wearing the same jacket throughout the whole content. And I'm like, this is lazy because anytime he'd have transformed, his clothes would have been scraps. And so this is lazy, bad content. And, And they go so far as to have Wednesday compliment him. When she's finally calling him out, she goes... But then when I saw you with the cuts across your chest, that was a wonderful bit of misdirection you gave to me. She literally says that. Mm-hmm. And so that's the writer having the character speak the author's words into existence, thus making it plausible that it was all misdirection, except it wasn't. That was lazy BS writing, and it was a lie because you broke your own rules. If he transforms, his clothes are shredded, and if you're going to give him a cut, Okay, cool. I guess so. But what was with he couldn't have been in the same costume or you would have needed to show me him being smart enough to take the clothes off. So that's when content that otherwise I actually really like gets bad grade. And I guess that's all I got to say about that. No, I mean, you're right. And I would say it would have impacted me. I just didn't care about the mystery at all. 
Like I, I didn't care enough about it to try mm-hmm. to figure out who did it. For me, the payoff was Wednesday giving Edith a hug. Like that yes. was my that for me that was well, the thread that I was going on. Is can she be anytime Wednesday showed genuine emotion, it was a payoff, right? Yeah. yeah. So the actual storyline, yeah, I didn't care for. But the the human connections this this sociopath was starting to make as she went on that actually, and then and that scene that she had with Morticia, where it was like mother and daughter kind of reconciling. I mean, the reason yeah. why they were at odds is kind of silly, but to watch them, but to still watch them reconcile was a sweet moment. What about the scene with Thing, where she promises she'll make the person suffer? Like I she, loved she, it. Yeah, I just watching because Jenna Ortega is so good. She plays stillness and almost emotionless. It's never emotionless. It's fire behind her eyes at all time. So when she does lean into emotion, when she does oh. see things stabbed and she's scared, it's even it hits even harder. Because yeah. you've seen her not feel to a degree, yeah. And then when she feels, when she smiles, when she laughs, when she gives a, when she gave Edith a hug and she held her tight and she closed her eyes, Rich, I'm a teenage boy again. I'm feeling all the feel. Not in that way, you sick son of a. Yeah, he's right. You know, like I didn't, I, I didn't really like the Fester episode per se, but the thing moment. So sold on it. I, I tell you what, I love the Fester episode for one moment when he shows up and we see the biggest smile on her face than we've seen the whole series. Like that moment yeah. of like, Uncle Fester and she smiles. Yeah. I'm like, yes. Yeah. Everything yeah. else after that, I'm like, I don't know what's going on with you. Yeah. And and, I, and, and uh, Louise, I thought he was, for as much as everyone was going crazy about this guy being cast in the role. He's come on. Honest to God. He was, he right was captain. Page. Yeah, I was so go. good seeing him in yeah. every frame. After Zeta Jones as Morticia. Adams, killing it. She's killing it. still fine. I'll tell you that right now. Really? Oh, yes. I mean, come on. Ooh. Oh, now, now you wake up for this content, Rich. Yeah. Now, you, now, 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 now there you Jones, go. Baby. Let's talk about it. I mean, yeah. come on, man. Um, we're talking about her acting abilities being phenomenal, right? That's what but, we're talking but, about. No, but, no, I, I, I will say Morticia Adams, and maybe because this stuff was made in like 1940, the comic strips or whatever. A little she, I mean, the whole relationship of her and Gomez is just straight up yep. <laughs> over PDA. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and he is, she is, you know, she always was. And Catherine Zeta Jones, not only beautiful, she kills it. So let's rate this bad boy, man. We watched the series. Sort of. Let's rate this thing. <laughs> I give it a six point five. Six point five. I'm giving it a seven point five because I judge the lane it's in, and the lane that it's in. I watched the originals. I watched Vampire Diaries. I watched them joints. The lane that this is in. Yeah. Seven point five for me. Fair. Okay. I co-signed seven point five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You didn't even finish it, Rich. But I'm gonna, yeah, sure your, know, I'm gonna take your review based off what I saw. I'm giving it a four. Like, okay, it's not even half for me. It's not even average mediocre for me. It's just like, ah, it's just not for me. This was a, if this was drawn into an anime, you love it and you find it endearing. <sighs> I don't think so. Because so, all all your anime has teen angst, Rich. Uh, <laughs> so it's a six point three seven. So let's just say six point five. Yeah, that's our average. Six point okay. five. Jack, pretty much your score. All right. Um, well, that's what we a, got. It, yeah, it's a fun watch. I, I highly recommend it. That's a that's an enjoyable six point five. And look, if if you have if, if you're a Tim Burton fan and you want to introduce your kids to the world of Tim Burton, 
I don't know what's better than like, I mean, Nightmare Before Christmas, Edward Scissorhands, like this, this is Tim Burton at his finest. And if you got teenagers who've never seen the Tim Burton movie, they feel, the Tim Burton movies feel old. This is their gateway into Tim all Tim Burton things. didn't actually do Nightmare Before Christmas. He know, produced but... it. He didn't direct it. Well, st- mm. it's still his fingertips are all over it. He's not the director of that film. A lot of people think Tim Burton directed that film. To say that. He, he didn't. <laughs> it is the interesting way. He had his it? finger all up in that. Well, <laughs> third knuckle beat. He wrote it and produced it. So, I mean, yeah, he might not have done the stop animation, but it's still his story. It still probably came out of his imagination, the way they looked and stuff. So, basically, if you like Tim Burton, and Tim Burton didn't direct all these episodes either, but this is his baby. You can feel his fingerprints. So, watch this. 6.5. Gentlemen, Christmas has come early. We're going to talk about... Has it? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) We'll see. We're going to talk about Guardians of the Galaxies. Holiday special. Um, I'll give you the synopsis. I feel like we don't really need to do a crazy recap. The story is very simple. It's a 45-minute, very tight story. But Star-Lord, Drax, Rocket, Mantis, and Groot engage in some spirited shenanigans and an all-new original special created for Disney+. Plus. Basically, uh, Star-Lord is sad because, of course, Gamora is dead and the alternate timeline Gamora is just gone somewhere. We don't know where she is. She left. So you got these characters, they're on this planet that I think they kind of saved, and they're kind of chilling, holding up shop there. And, you know, Star-Lord's talked about Christmas. The story's about Christmas going over and over again. Mantis is like, yo, he's my half-brother. He doesn't know it. And as his sister, I feel obligated for him to have a good Christmas. What does he want for Christmas? Who does he want for Christmas, Rich? He wants Kevin freaking Bacon. So they go to Earth to abduct Kevin Bacon, Drax and Mantis. They do abduct Kevin Bacon, bring him there. And basically, we find out that it's all lovely. And what was really touching is you had Star-Lord and um, what's his face? Ah, Michael Rooker. Uh, what's his character's name? Blue Dude. Oh, uh, Yondu. Yondu, yeah. And the book ends with Yondu. In the beginning, Yondu says, Bah humbug, I hate Christmas. The rest of the story, we see that actually he does wind up seeing the gift that um, Peter gave to him. And he winds up giving him freaking guns because that's a good dad, right? <laughs> Give me some freaking blasts for Christmas. That's kind of the story, guys. So let's just jump into it. We can be all over the place. What did you guys think of Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special? Spoiler alert. I already spoiler, spoiled it. So. Spoiler alert. I had problems <laughs> with this content, actually. I thought, um, you know, it's funny. When you asked us a while back, we had the debate, what what content would you tell someone who's never seen a comic book, uh, comic book superhero content, what would you tell them to watch? I said... Mm. Guardians 1 is the thing I would have someone watch who's never seen any kind of content ever before is such a good standalone. My problem with this content is it does a couple things that don't work. I enjoyed it, but I don't know that I enjoyed it enough where I was I was happy that it existed. I love that they put Kevin Bacon in it, but it felt cheap. Um, it definitely felt like television, not like cinema. Um, and you could tell the budget disparity. Like, whatever this was shot for based off what the other things are shot for it must be significantly different. Um, and you and I could you could feel it. You could see it. Um, the fact that that Mantis is Peter Quill's sister made zero sense because the whole reason Ego wanted Peter Quill in the first place is because that's the only time where he procreated with someone and it actually worked. So then how is Mantis his sister? That made zero sense to me because it defied the storyline of the whole point of the second movie. Mm. And the whole point of why 
uh, Ego wanted Peter Quill stolen off of Earth. So I don't know that I can agree with that. Unless I completely missed the mark somewhere along the way. But I don't think I did. I think you did. The other children didn't work. They, he, they didn't work to, to his plan. But she had her own little special abilities, which he used. I thought, but I thought in that little slideshow montage of Ego going around, going around having sex with all the different creatures of all these different worlds, eventually they all led to not working out. But yeah, they were Peter, like failures. They were like failures because they they weren't they didn't they weren't able to, uh, I guess, sync with him. Yeah, he had other children. Yeah. I think Peter Quill was the only one that had the celestial gene that he could do. Uh, so right. Ego went and killed his other children. Why not her? Because she could make him sleep when he needed right. to sleep. I don't know. She was she was a big bottle's equal for her. I don't know, Jack. Right. I right. think at yeah, I think I think this one does check. Um Man- all I know is that go ahead, Mark, No, no, no. I was saying Mantis is a celestial hybrid empath who's with ability. She was raised alone by her father, Ego. Uh Okay, well I stand corrected then. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, then why are you dancing, Rich? Correct. <laughs> All I know is that this, this this show made GoBots canon. GoBots is now they it did not just that, Chris. They also have Batman movies and comic books in the Marvel yeah. Cinematic yeah. Universe. What's Kevin Bacon do he was like he said he literally said I'm Batman, Bruce Wayne. Yeah. 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 Which is great be because in the CW Flash series they make references to Marvel all the time. So yeah. in their world. Marvel's a comic book. It's not a, right. that, that's the comic book they read when they're superheroes. Right. I guess Eric. this is them doing it. Um, oh, oh I, also, I'll tell you another thing that made no sense. There's this, this is where the movie just it was cheap. It was like Mantis says, throw me over the fence, and then yeah, Jax throws that over made the fence. No sense. But it made no sense because literally in the same scene, we see her jumping over trees and then traversing Kevin Bacon's house like she's Spider-Man. And I'm like, she was prepared for it though. No, when they were chasing no, Kevin Bacon, she had we saw him like this. Yeah, what I'm saying is she, she could have jumped over the, that gate. She could have jumped over that gate. So what? What was she that wanted, even about? She wanted a little help. She wanted a little help, right? She wanted Drax to feel look, feel uh, wanted and look, needed. Anytime you can see Drax and Mantis go exactly. back and forth with each other, it's it's funny. It's There's a dynamic duo in this game. Their dynamic is fun, but yeah. I okay, I didn't I didn't like it too much. Uh, and, and my issues were, why is the world so everyone just thinks they're in costumes the whole time they're on Earth? Like, especially when they went to that bar, no one like batted an eye that they're aliens. And I can Did I can you? get Hollywood Boulevard because Did you see the people in that bar, huh? Did you see I the people in that bar? Dress up for a different reason, Rich. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, listen. Okay. Just, she know. had antennas, and even the bar, and I can say everybody in there is drunk, but the bartender didn't even bat an eye. That they looked bizarre. The the bouncer at the door didn't even go. You look weird. And this well, is in this a world. Felt, this felt more like the world of She Hulk. People yes. are conditioned to it. We're living in a world where it's kind of all over the streets, and so no, because was... the cops the cops responded to them, and Kevin Bacon was like, "What the heck are you?" So it wasn't like they're used to aliens walking around. Yeah, you're right. But that's the whole problem with this content. It's like Mantis getting thrown over the fence. They set up something, but then they don't pay homage. They set up something, but then they don't pay homage. I think Kevin Bacon more so responded to the fact that he bursted through their window. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. So you got the impression these people are used to aliens walking among them? Oh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Well, there's Thanos nothing that gave me that. Already. No, I get they believe that the aliens are superheroes. I don't think they're going to show up in their 
their clubs. But they were freaking the out when they the saw the spaceship. Like freaking right. out when they saw they the spaceship. They were like, you need to put camouflage yeah. mode on because they can't see us because people are That's scared. That's what I'm of- saying. They, they're they setting up conventions the, and then throwing them out the, the window. the blip happened. That's why. They, this is like post, post blip. But, the, but what Lawrence is saying is there's not consistency. People are either aware and have reservations or they don't because they're so conditioned yes. to it. This is not the kind of content that you expect it to follow the rules and, and but, but they it, should at least is, follow their still, own but, rules. But it's within the world of content that follows the rules. That's why it's hard. You're no, That's you're right. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying you're right. They should have yeah, you're not going to have Drax walk into a gay bar and all, all the guys are like, hey, let's drink. They're going to be like, what the hell? It, it doesn't matter if it's a gay bar, any bar. No one's going to be like, hey, let's party. You're like, what the hell? No, it's like, what's, why do you look weird? Yeah. <laughs> like, you look scary. Um, another issue I had was, and listen, I'm like, I, I'm a Kevin Bacon fan. I love Kevin Bacon, man. I don't get why Kevin Bacon. If I was a kid in the 80s, get me Bruce Willis. It, I watch Die Hard. I get that I love Footloose. But if you're a kid in the 80s and you're talking about an action hero, you're talking about Schwarzenegger, you're talking about Bruce Willis, you're talking about Stallone, you are talking about Steven Seagal. Not Kevin Bacon saving the world. Well, like Kevin Bacon. But he didn't like, save the world. He saved Why are we time. judging Peter right. Quill's but case? Peter, Peter, Peter yeah, talks about just... the 80s all the time. And if yeah. you want to talk about his hero from the eighties, the way they, He's the way they misinterpreted Kevin, it. Hey, no, no. See, you're trying to put yourself in that shoe. If Peter Quill's talking about Kevin Bacon, because that's his hero. Yeah, you don't I, know that, that Peter Quill track. wasn't destined to be a great dancer on Broadway. That exactly. doesn't track. That doesn't yeah. track. That doesn't track. That doesn't track. That does not track. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're both right and wrong. That don't track. But you're right. I might be biased. I, you're right. I, if I was a kid, I enjoyed Footloose as well. But if I'm talking about like the action heroes that I grew up with, I probably talk about Rambo too. Probably well, talk- yeah. But they ha- but the reason why that's a thing is obviously because of the canon of the joke in the first film. It was a joke. It's like Tony Danza is a joke in my film until Tony. Danza's, Tony Danza. But, but yeah, Tony Danza is not a joke. But he's a he's, yeah. Yeah, it, but it was the, it was the running gag. Kevin Bacon was their running gag, and so now you have the opportunity to actually put your gag into your content. Wow, uh, great! Yeah, yeah. Until you like start watching it for real, and like this don't make sense. It's like the forty five minutes Holly special, not mm-hmm. <laughs> not the actual. Movie. But, I, but I guess okay. So okay, the last time we saw the Guardians of the Galaxy for real, for real, for real, was for Avengers real. Endgame. Uh-huh. Where they lost Gamora, where they fought to the death, where they okay. survived. We haven't actually dealt with their loss for real. They were a joke in um, um, Love and Thunder. They're a joke here. And it's like, yo, out of all the Avengers, they actually lost a family member. Yes, Tony Stark was an Avenger, but the Guardians are a family. Freaking Do you want Don Corretto. Deal with that, Lawrence? You want this content? Yeah, deal like what that? are we talking about right now? This is Guardians well, of the I, Galaxy holiday special. What are we talking about? But it's but it's where I, we left them. You don't you don't leave me going. Yeah. My 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 well, my, mean, my 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 girlfriend died in battle, and you picked Peter me up with Kevin Bacon the whole time. How much more grief do you need for a holiday? No, special? but I he think he was walking around. No, no, he was. Moping. It was. He was in. He was aside himself with grief, and he, he just he was making himself get through the day. And we all been there. We don't want to be working. Three main characters. Happened. 
died and stayed dead. Do you think they handled out of three? Let me they handled right Gamora now. well. Let me tell you something. As right a now. first Guardians, I can answer that with two words. Two words. Mm-hmm. Holiday special. What does that even what? mean? But hang on, hang on. Why is that a Joe Free card? Why is it okay to make average content? Like serious and deep in a holiday special. Listen, Peacemaker wasn't serious and deep, but the stakes mattered. Look, it was that's a whole like, series. That's like you saying, like, oh, you know, there, there's this whole thing with Luke Skywalker and, and, and Luke, his father. Where was by night was a 45 minute special as well, and the stakes mattered. Well, I, I, I will say this: I thought it was a missed opportunity because with a 45 minute Christmas themed special. It could have been an opportunity to get this new timeline Gamora into the group dynamic in a way where she could have at least been in the group dynamic. Now, whatever that is, is going to have to be completely standalone or fast tracked or I could be what the whole next Guardians Guardians is about. Which is the last? Which is the the next Guardians is the last one. And in this Peter Quill story, we spent less time with Peter Quill and more time with Drax and Mantis running around Hollywood. It was probably cheaper. It was much cheaper. So then it felt, like you said, Jack, it felt cheap. The, the, the guy that we care the most about in this thing isn't really in this thing, which right. is Star-Lord. And, and, and the most emotional parts of this thing with him in it is a freaking cartoon. Yes. Holiday guys. special. What? That's not a get-out-of-jail-free card, Chris. Holiday I can't take a poop special. in a box and call it holiday special. You eat it like it's chocolate. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. Wow. No, but you know what? But that's why I felt conflicted. It's like on one level, I was. <laughs> it's doo-doo, baby. It's doo-doo, baby. Dave <laughs> Chappelle. It's doo-doo, baby. <laughs> Sorry. But, but that's why I felt conflicted. Because on one level, content's content, right? And I'm happy to have content. But on another level, I almost wish I didn't have this content. Because somehow it cheapens the content I do have in love. And I think the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, especially the first one, is good. And it's Baby great. Groot is great. And then teenaged angst adolescent Groot is phenomenal. And I don't really know what this guy in a suit is. Is that Groot? Guido Groot? Young, young adult Groot. Yeah. Why is he it's, so jacked? It's, <laughs> I, like, I enjoy it, but young adult. You know, he's like, yeah, I got I into the gym. I, I didn't know how old Groot was. I had um, no idea. It just felt like a, a, a bulky suit around a person. And the average person, plus whatever the Groot suit is, is going to feel bulky. It felt bulky. It didn't feel appropriate. And look, appropriate for the budget. You guys you guys are right when you say holiday special. But for me, we haven't spent much time with the Guardians post-split, right? We haven't spent much time with them five years later after the aftermath of the Endgame. So it's like okay. seeing them is important. I, I know it's a holiday special, but it's not like we're picking up Spider-Man holiday special where it's like, okay, we just got a Spider-Man movie. We can take a little detour here. We haven't seen them for wait, real since the wait. end of Endgame. You just nailed the problem. Lawrence just nailed the, the problem 100%. Here's the problem with the content. Mm-hmm. With or without it, it doesn't matter. It does nothing. So we, we, we gained nothing from this content, and that's the problem with the content. More than the budget, if they'd just given us something that validated it. The reason Werewolf by Night works, it's just an introductory story to new two new characters. That's it. So there's no way for it not to work. This, we have these established characters. You're going to tell us a story. It's got to matter. We have to walk away learning something, or they have to learn something, or something has to change. I learned something. 
Where did Peter Quill got his blasters from? Yes. But that goes to what Lawrence just said. The most relevant thing is all just cartoon backstory. I, I'm going to pitch you my holiday special, Rich. How about this? They're going to Earth trying to find a celebrity to bring freaking Peter Quill. And they yeah. see, yo, this Zoe Saldana looks just like Gamora. We're going to kidnap her and paint her green and bring her to the planet. And he sees someone that looks like Gamora, but it's not Gamora. And it's a train wreck. But at least the person he wants to see is all connected to his what major theme. So Gamora is in Blade. the content now, though. No, he, like, they, they, they lost that timeline, Gamora. She's gone. You have a grieving her. Peter Quill and you're going to go get back. In. Oster no, but Gamora? she's on the run. Is that what you're talking about right now? You're talking about a man that's already crushed. You're going to just destroy him even more with a fake, a phony, a yeah. fraudulent copy? High stakes but drama, baby. To, but why would they go to Earth looking for Gamora? She's not no, I'm saying they go on to Earth to find a celebrity to bring Peter Quill, maybe try to find Kevin Bacon. They see Zoe Saldana in Hollywood and they go, hmm. Maybe we can bring him Zoe Saldana. Oh, listen, I'll say Gamora? this content is lateral because it's still not Gamora. It, it would have been the same. No, but the thing yeah. is, the thing he, but the, what Peter would have wanted to see, he didn't want to see no Kevin Bacon. He misses Gamora. And like Jack said about Vision, there is a Gamora out there somewhere. So how about instead of you trying to find Kevin Bacon, find Gamora? Because that would have taken too much. All yeah. right, that'd been taking too much. That, that means you're actually trying to find someone who doesn't want to be found. Rich, you're defending this holiday special. Well, except oh, I for am. Oh, I am. <laughs> I'm not used to you being so passionate. <laughs> and it's about the holidays. Listen, <laughs> y'all have me over here watching five episodes of Wednesday. And there's eight, Rich. There's uh. eight. <laughs> and I would say Wednesday was better than the Guardian special. Shut oh, your whore mouth, Jack. By far. Three out of four said yes. By far. I don't care what y'all say. <laughs> the Guardian well, Special is like your favorite band playing none of their hits. It's like, it's great to see you guys together, but these are not and, the songs. And what was, and what was the last see. song about? The last song we actually wasn't better than the Bacon first song. singing his song. That's what it was. It was a chance for Kevin. Kevin Bacon was probably like, look, I have a band. So if I'm in this, I got to yeah. sing my song about well, that's great, baby but being swaddled. It should have been a, 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 a holiday, a big holiday thing instead of like a baby being swaddled. So I don't know. Because I enjoy seeing Kevin Bacon. I, I also enjoy that he exists in the content as Kevin Bacon, which is also odd because in the Marvel content, even though it is Fox, he's already a villain that died. Yeah. No, that villain looked like him. Yeah, looked like him. Coincidence. Well, like, actually, like it would have been on his resume. Maybe not this Kevin Bacon. Maybe that movie didn't exist in this world. What I think the X-Men... Well, here's what's really? funny. Yeah. The X-Men no. now exist. Not that X-Men. Because Kevin Bacon exists as as the actor Kevin Bacon, X-Men exist as fictional characters in this timeline. They just do. It's Kevin Bacon do. was the bad guy in first class. Therefore, I, I, Kevin Bacon, yeah. if it's on his IMDb page, he was the bad guy in first class. Therefore, makes the X-Men part of this world's pop culture. Unless this world's Kevin Bacon was never in that movie. Because this is still not our Kevin Bacon. Let's not go down a paradox. Let's not. It's all paradox, baby. So that moment in Terminator 2. No. no. <laughs> all right. Now, I did poop a lot on it, but I will say this. I always enjoy seeing these characters. I enjoy freaking hearing Bradley Cooper's rocket. I love seeing 
I mean, just seeing freaking Chris Pratt as Peter. I mean, I love seeing these characters. And yes, Drax and Mantis. I didn't realize their relationship was toxic. I thought, I weren't they like kind of cute in Guardians 2? Yeah, he well, thought she was hideous. Like but it, it, it's a funny phase after but, a while. No, no, now they're, oh, they're the old married couple now. Yeah, they'll <laughs> come back out of it. They got to get past that and then they'll, you know. No, they're in it. This is this is all that's left. They'll get, they'll get no, 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 no. This is that in between funny three quarters no, this in. Is that, this is that old married couple where it's like, I told you to throw me over the fence. I did. You didn't wait for me to get ready. It's like, I hear both of your points of view and you're never going to be on the same page, but you love each other anyway. <laughs> that's interesting. Old married couple. <laughs> um. So what do you rate this, guys? I give it a solid five. I'd go side five. I got five on it. Yeah. He's giving this a seven. Rich, you are now the new Chris. <laughs> This is how it feels. Doesn't it feel good to gang up on someone? (laughs) So collectively, collectively, we've given it a five point five. Yeah, you mean that for real? I mean it. Just just to piss y'all off. I I know you do. I I know you're pissed off that we made you watch Wednesday, and you're like, "Oh, you you don't like this, huh?" (laughs) Everyone's entitled to their bad decisions. So seven is fine. But I will disagree with one thing you said, Jack. It's still always good to see the Guardians, and even though we didn't need to see this, yeah, I just it's a missed opportunity. If you're gonna spend the time to tell a story, then why not tell a story that at the end of the story. It matters a little bit. This thing matters. We're seeing this. I mean, this is phase four, right? This I don't has kind of been phase four. Rich, Rich, I wouldn't put Rich, that in phase four. Rich, get, get but I wouldn't put it in phase four. Everything makes sense. Was that? Give, them the two, give them the two words that explains everything. Holiday please. special. What are we talking yeah. about? Yeah, Y'all right. getting so deep into a holiday no, special. No, but I'll say this. <laughs> but, I'll, but hang on. If you watch Doctor Who, Doctor Who always has a holiday Okay, special. nerd. <laughs> what do you think this content is, you geek? I have this on my desk, Rich. <laughs> We're all nerds. I'm sitting next to a dragon deck. The Doctor Who, the Doctor Who holiday specials push the content forward. And if you watch them, they aid when you pick up the season. If you're watching a lot of animes, One Piece has holiday specials. If you watch those specials, they add something to the characters by the end of the special. So a lot of content has specials that are completely unrelated but related to the overall plot. Hey, say, I mean, you talk anime. I'm ta- I take those as just fillers. Sure, but fillers yeah, that well, push filler. the character and the content for it. This is just a filler. It's a holiday yeah. special filler. And I will say the reason why I liked Wednesday wasn't for the story, but the emotional arc in here, it could have been filler. Just start this show with Peter being sad because there's something about Christmas he's missing. I got no implication that Christmas is what's part of his sadness right now. If they made Christmas part of his sadness, then them trying to fix Christmas, at least we get an emotional arc. But here, he didn't care about Christmas. It's Gamora. It got nothing to do with Christmas. Right, he, and, and especially by the time we find that, they just wait, thought, wait, oh, right. Christmas is a season. But if, it's a, but if it's a Christmas special, then the person is longing for Christmas. Right, and and by the end of it, what we found out was 
Peter actually had a good relationship with Christmas with Yondu. It wasn't actually a bad Christmas relationship. Yes. At the so beginning we got of the, the, we got so the perspective from his friend or the what what was, what was the guy's name? That's why we went down this whole rabbit hole. So because this whole, boy was like, hey, no <laughs> Christmas was crap for him. So that's why he feels bad. And at the end of the movie, at the end of the movie, Peter's like, Y'all didn't have to go on this journey at all. I right. had a great Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> listen, right. hey, it's Which, because y'all listen uh, to the wrong people. This, wait, and that happens. Honestly, it happens in if, real life. You listen to the wrong person's perspective, perspective on something, and then you get the wrong story. I, I'll say this. If they had leaned into that punchline, what you we just said, Lawrence, like if mm. that was the punchline of the whole thing, then it would have been at least on, a, on like a Seinfeld comical level. And you're like, okay, it's a, it's literally about nothing and it didn't need to happen, but it was an enjoyable ride. Mm. But that's also not what they were trying to tell us. So it's like, it was, it was a bad blend of whole thing is about the frivolousness of this didn't need to happen at all, but it happened. Ha ha ha. That wasn't the content. And the and content Chris, wasn't. It needed to deal with loss. Because at the end of this, it ain't about Kevin Bacon. He gains a sister. So you gain something. If you gain something, it's because you were missing something. Yandu, Gamora, uh, his mother, like his, his life on earth, he's missing something. And in the end, kind of he there. finds out he, but, but they didn't land the plane with it. Well, that's what that, I'm saying. That's your emotional arc. You land the plane on that. So, so him getting a sister at the end is filling the hole that we saw in him from the beginning. A Christmas special is we all sing carols at the end because Scrooge learns the importance of Christmas. Peter did not learn the importance. It was already fine. Yeah, he didn't need to. Right. He, he needed something to fill the hole of Grimoire and he got it. His sister. That's Christmas it. is great for Peter. And like I said before, Chris gets it. I don't know why y'all can't get it. I don't think Chris gets it. Two words. Two words. There you go. Okay. There you go. Holiday special. Y'all trying to find a deep meaning behind the Rosetta Stone Listen, of, of the I, I got two, I, I the got two words. I got two words. Doodoo baby. Doodoo baby. When you open up that box of chocolate, I'm be like, doodoo baby. <laughs> Well, okay. Well, Jack, Jack, you wrapped that up wonderfully. I think it's time for the recommendations. Is it? Mm. You gonna hurt my yeah, feelings? Chris, you got some recommendations? Oh, Chris is salty because you hurt his feelings last week on by his recommendations. He spent a good five minutes of his time finding things that were <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that. You still salty about that, Chris? <laughs> no, no, I'm just playing. All right. So, AAA used to be formerly known as Debate Genius, not so much anymore. <laughs> he never That's was, so Jack. I know yeah, that, but he didn't. Yes. And I still never learn. You know, I never learned my lesson. Okay. <laughs> You'll so, never say sorry, and he never learns his lesson. I never say sorry, and I never learned my lesson. <laughs> so, so, I'm not a fan of Teeny Bopper content at all. But I really like Wednesday Adams. Okay. So there's a couple times where I have liked teenage geared content, and here are some. Mm. Number one, Stranger Things. You can't go wrong with that. Stranger Things can't is can't go wrong with Stranger Things, man. Banger. Number two, Arrow. I'm not usually. I'm not. I'm not down with CW. Did you say that's teeny bopper. It's CW teenage okay. angsty stuff. Okay. I like Arrow though. Arrow before some. I think I remember I texted you, Lawrence, like. At one point, prior to all this content we were getting, 
the end of season one or season two was some of the best television superhero content I've seen. Arrow was at, the, at that time. At that time. Mm-hmm. And then you said a hate on it. Chris, you no. know your favorite Batman movie had a love triangle between Vicky Vale, Batman, and the Joker. Like it, the Joker's whole motives was you said my a love triangle if one of them was kind of rapey, was it? Um, it wasn't a triangle listen Chris is right about Arrow I thought season one of Arrow standalone wow Mm -hmm. but then they did what CW typically does and they made the whole thing about some love triangle Jack your favorite content is Superman Clark Kent and Lois in a love triangle and that's kind of creepy because he's yeah. pretending to be someone else while he's trying to get this yeah. girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, he's well, he's playing both angles. He's got he but he he ups his odds if he's, he's got, got yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. Oh, let me see. Yeah, what's what do you what do you got next? Number three is euphoria. I love euphoria. Yeah. Okay. Euphoria is a cautionary tale. Yeah. Dude. yeah. But, but it's also not teeny bopper content. Riverdale yeah. is teeny content. I, I guess teens are in it, but that's that's mature content. City yeah. of God. Even though it's about kids, isn't a teeny just because it has young people in the cast, Chris, doesn't mean yeah. it's teeny popper content. This, there was very, very, very little for me to pull from on this because I do not watch <laughs> any of this stuff. So just be happy you're getting a full five on this list. Okay, we'll take it. Uh, Try not to break four, in this week. Warrior Nun. Have you guys have seen it? Is that teeny popper content? Yeah, and is it, it good is. content? She's not it a teen. Is. It, yes, she is. They're young kids in school. They're in a school, like training. No, stuff. they're in a covenant because they like no, got a training. And she's not a team. It's teeny young bopper. Young. Yeah, but same way Arrow's not a team. It's, but it's I young. know. I was like, I understand how you call this 30, 30 year old man a teeny bopper. <laughs> 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 All right. Like Number Breaking Bad. Like Chris, that's not teeny bopper content. <laughs> Number five God, it's not a- Ginny and Georgia. It's another show on Netflix, which is actually pretty good. It's about a mother and a daughter. You just I saying stuff that. now. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm making up names. No, it's, a real show. It's, a, it's a real show. It's I'm not making names up. But you it's a show about a, like, it's it's very much like uh, what's that show with the annoying girl and the mom and they were sisters. They, like, uh, Susan Gilmore and Girls. Zel- um, Gilmore Girls. Yes, it's very much yeah. like, it's like a Netflix version of Gilmore Girls, but. Ethnic Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls. Did you say ethnic Gilmore Girls? Yeah, because the girl's like half and a half. Half and a half of what? She's half black and half white. The oh. the daughter. Yeah, she got like a white mom and the dad's, you know, a, a black dad. Surprise. It's not in the picture, really. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I wasn't going to go there, bro. Uh. <laughs> so he shows up and blah, blah, blah. But it's actually it was pretty good. So that's my list. Okay. 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 Um, nice oh, recommendation is. list. I, I, yeah, I thought I had an honorable mention. Oh, I got an honorable mention. The best teeny bopper content ever yeah. made. Power Rangers. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, Chris, mm-hmm. you kind of screwed the pooch on that one. There was a whole lot of teeny bopper in there. Power Rangers, Power Rangers not teeny bopper. <laughs> Power Rangers. Wasn't there a low triangle in that one as well? Like yeah, the whole yeah. thing. Come on, man. You know, like Kimberly really broke up with Tommy with a Dear John letter later in the season. Come on, man. Yeah, Buffy the Vampire it. Slayer is the yeah. best teen content. I could say Angel too and all those, but I never watched Angel's not a teen. Yeah, you, <laughs> you don't have to be teen to be a teen bopper show. That's what, my, that's what I'm trying to explain to you. You don't have to be a teen. No, that's what I said. But yeah. Say by the Bell is not superhero themed. 
But neither is what Glenda and Grace. What are we talking about? Jenny Chris, and... you got one week to get your act together. Look, you look, look, I told you the teeny bopper shows that I, I like more. I delivered what I promised. I didn't tell you superhero teeny yeah, bopper shows. Wait, and, said and he said what he liked. So there's no way for him to get it wrong. It's what he liked. Exactly. Yeah. After last week, I need, to, I need to insulate myself from your scathing reviews. So you can't say nothing. <laughs> On that note. On that note, that is the show today. I hope you guys had a good time. Yo, we have a whole YouTube channel. We got videos. You can actually watch the review that we gave here. You can see our faces give it. You can see us just pretty much destroy Rich in our review that you just listened to. But if you want to see his face and the single tear he dropped as we gave him the business, go check Zero out our tears. YouTube. <laughs> Zero tears. Zero tears. <laughs> Check out our YouTube channel. We also got other playlists, reviews, unboxings, toy hunts, the whole rigmarole. We also got our Instagram. We're also on TikTok. We have all the stuff there. And make sure you download this. Tell a friend, write a review. It helps with the algorithm. And we'll be back. Same bad time. Same bad time. Peace out. Holiday special. <laughs> it's doo-doo, baby. <laughs> 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 <laughs>